spin it all you want, but it doesn't change the facts. Ontario's economy and job growth aren't nearly as rosy as the Liberals would have us believe. And frankly, it hasn't been for a long time. And even with Moody's threatening to downgrade Ontario to negative status, the Liberals still sang, singing the same tune. A claim that Ontario has the highest growth rate in the G7. Unemployment is the lowest it's been in decades. Well, since facts matter to the Liberals, let's look at the facts. Canada is top for G7 economic growth, not Ontario. Yes, this province had strong growth in 2017, but, and there is a big but, from 2005 to 2015, Ontario was dead last in Canada for any growth in median household income. One year of growth out of 15 years with a slowing economy on the way cannot possibly make up for a decade of loss. Where Ontario did exceptionally well thanks to this party was piling up debt. We now have the world's largest subnational debt, $325 billion, heading to $360 billion in three years. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to make you vomit. While Toronto may be humming along, travel outside the province and you will see a much different story. Everyday people being left behind. Job growth almost non-existent after a decade of huge loss. Since 2003, 300,000 jobs have been lost in manufacturing. Companies like Heinz, Procter & Gamble, Redpath Sugar, gone, and I could list more. 75,000 of those jobs were lost because of soaring hydro costs. The rest because it's, well, it's too expensive to do business here. Labor costs and regulations are choking businesses outside of Toronto. The job growth the Liberals brag about has been in the public sector. From 2003 to 2013, Ontario bloated government jobs by 28%. Private sector job growth dragged in at just 6 in other words, while Ontario's economy was puttering to a stop, this government blew billions of our money racking up huge debt to create government jobs. You know, those union jobs with huge salaries, big benefits, and enormous pensions. The Liberals created a nice solid voting base, but did so on your back. I'm no economist, but I do know you can't fuel a huge public sector without a healthy private sector filling that bottomless trough. And these are the people who are being left behind. This year alone in the private sector, in 2018, 55,000 jobs were lost in January, another 2,500 in February, and 7,000 in March. Job creation has now fallen flat. So when a guy like Doug Ford starts talking about lowering corporate tax rates by 1%, Premier Wynne may stick her nose up to those she calls bullies, but businesses across this province will see it as a lifeline. Ontario is not a success story, if only one city is winning. And the numbers tell that story. The Liberals have focused their attention on vote-rich Toronto, ignoring huge swaths of this province, which explains why there is so much anger outside the centre of the universe. The Liberals will frame Ford's tax breaks as class warfare, but that's because their own spin reveals a very inconvenient truth. Reckless borrowing and equalisation payments are the main reason Ontario is surviving the Liberals' business-killing policies, which have turned this once mighty economic leader into a puttering stop. It's time to take their keys away from this economic engine. That is my point on point for this holy crap weird Friday, April the 20th. Have you ever seen like it? Anything like it? Uh, good evening, Alex Pearson. Great to have you here. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. 
Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.